Hello, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Me and Mark are here for a very strange episode where we're not banging on about how terrible defenders are or moaning about games and losing leads because uh, we've had two really good results, Wolfsburg and Burnley. We've got Bale back to form, looking like the old Bale that we expect. Undombele in the midfield, Delhi. Wonderful overhead kick, and hopefully that's him back to his best as well. So we'll talk about that and much, much more. Uh, so join us for that. Twitter handles at LTalkTottenham for the podcast. Uh, CPhillips2510 for Chris. At 1981Spur for Mark. Uh, Mac, who isn't here uh, today, at Mac1882THFC. So have a listen, all of that and more on Let's Talk Tottenham. Hello Mark, how are you? Yeah, I'm good mate, a lot better. It's always nice <laughs> uh, coming on after a couple of wins, isn't it? You know, yeah, I mean this is an odd, we, have, we haven't done one of these for so long, a, a positive one, I mean, we're so out of practice, I don't really know what to say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, two, two wins, two two good wins. Uh, we'll obviously get to the main man uh, a bit later on. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, Deli Ali's goal. I mean... We've said he doesn't look confident and everything like that, but you don't try overhead kicks if you're not confident. And I mean, the keeper died for it. There was no real point, really. But very good guy. Yeah, excellent goal. That was excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And he started the move as well, didn't he? I think he picked it up. Yeah, and then, brilliant game, didn't he? One yeah. Of the match. He was, his all-round game was excellent. Um, really nice to see. Really good. Yeah. Do, do you think that's a a, a turning point now? Uh, He's had that game. Um, he, he's shown Mourinho what he can do. He, I mean, we've been saying it about Bale as well, and then hopefully he gets a run of games. But do you think Ali needs a run of games? And do you think I he'll get them? I'd definitely like to see him get a run of games. I think um, I think he needs to prove to Mourinho a little bit more. I think I'll, I'll say it, you know, as in we said it was Vinicius against Mourinho, whoever it was, he scored the hat trick. You know, mm. it's going to take more than. Um, doing that against Wolfsburger for Mourinho to, to really trust him but I think the signs are really positive yeah. for me um, it was a bit like the old Deli Alley wasn't it mm. that we saw there he seemed a lot more interested um, these things were coming off um, looking for the ball as well like players go into hiding yeah, sometimes when they're struggling yeah. oh I don't want the ball but he was looking for the ball no he looked excellent he, he looked really really good he set up Bowles goal didn't he yeah. Um, lovely through ball. He um, was really, really good. As I say, I, I would like to have seen him start at the weekend because I thought, you know, I think he, his performance merited a, a start. But I can see why. But you know, Moira's also been doing doing well, hasn't he? So I can see yeah. why. Um, and Marina obviously trusts him as well. Um, so you know, leave it up to the manager to make the decisions. I personally would have started him, but you know. I'm not sure he'll start against Fulham just because uh, that um, Burnley game, all four of the, the front players contribute to goals, either scoring them or yeah. assisting. Some didn't score any, set up both of the bails. Kane obviously scored, yeah. Norris scored. So I, I think that will be the yeah, front four for that so. game. And, and I, I think it would be slightly harsh on either of them four to be dropped for the Fulham yeah, game. I agree. I agree. And, I totally agree with and, you. And, and Ali came on in the Burnley game, didn't do anything, but then, I mean, the game was yeah, done by... No, the game yeah, was done no, by no, them, yeah. so it's very difficult to judge him there because it's it's 
it's a petered out game. He, he did put some through, although I thought the, the ball was slightly over hit a little bit. But it, it was a nice touch from him to, I think, Kane, yeah, who then was... flicked it round for him. But yeah. yeah. No, I, I thought he did all right when he came on versus Burnley. Again, he, mm. he, he looked okay. He looked good. Yeah. Um, clearly, a col- I, mean, I don't know whether there's any connection, but apparently he's finished with his girlfriend, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, apparently. Um, Again, just needed to apparently it was all to do with him playing too much Fortnite, (laughs) which cracked me up. (laughs) Um, But there were like strong rumours and hints that he has like a quite bad addiction to video games. Um, He's apparently on there uh, doing live stream. I don't know, I'm not into it. So um, whether that's had an impact, whether that's had an impact on his performances I don't know but he's uh, he's broke up these misses and he's looked um, he's looked good over the past two weeks so maybe that's a good thing I don't know yeah M- Mac was saying about that look, me and Mac uh, anyone who don't know did a, a, a podcast with uh, Andy Maguire Scott Eaglin a flatback four yeah flatback four podcast uh, you look for them on Twitter or Apple uh, really good time uh with that, it was so a good podcast. I watched it. It was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was good. A really good, good, really good time. Really nice guy. So hopefully we'll be back at some point. Um, and then ho- hopefully they'll be on here uh, when we play Leeds. Although I said if we lose four 0 then we won't be doing an episode. Um, but yeah, so check them out. They're on Twitter. They're on Instagram. They're on YouTube as well. Flatback four. Um, but yeah, Mac was saying about he split up with his girlfriend, and then that coincided with the Wolfsburger games. Um, so maybe it has had an effect like that. Maybe he's too preoccupied now. He's 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 got his head back together because he's not got that um, distraction. Maybe I mean yeah, it, it, or it's just a coincidence. But um, he definitely looks back to giving a shit. That's what it looks like. That he, you know yeah. he cares. You know, and the, the stuff was coming off because um, mm. he is an instinct. Well, I don't, know, I don't know whether I said this last. I always remember with Bow. Like with my mates when we used to go to games and they used to say oh you know he's not having a good game um, but he's not having a good game Ali so you know, he'll always come up with a goal yeah. so he would go through this he, he would always be a bit like this where he, would, he could have a brilliant game and then he could have a really really bad game but he would come up with an important goal Yeah. he was always like that so that's why I think sometimes you you have to consistently play it because he yeah. will go through these little crap patches, but he will always he will always come up with goals. I think because he gets into the right positions, mm. um, and I think I don't think you can lose that. I think that's a natural, quite a natural ability to be in the right position. That it's quite you know it's it's something that comes quite natural being in the right place at the right time, and um, mm. making them clever runs. Um, so I think if he plays consistently. Then I mean, we've always said, haven't we, that we didn't really feel that there was a place for him in the Mourinho system. Yeah. But I think playing that, you know, playing just behind Kane with balance on either side, uh, when Moira played um, against Burnley, uh, actually he could, he could perform that role pretty well. Yeah, um, I, I, you can afford you can afford for him to do that little flicks and occasionally not come off, couldn't you? Yeah, I, I've always questioned his passing ability, uh, long passes, yeah. I mean, but. Uh, I, I was really surprised with uh, Vinicius's, I think, first goal against Wolfsburger because that was an alley cross that he stuck on his head, hasn't he? Um, yeah. I didn't think he had that, so may- maybe he has been practicing that, and you know. But again, like you know, something else I saw, and we'll come to Bale in a bit, but just quickly, uh, 
him obviously coming to form and really looking interested again, someone said, and I think it, it, it's probably right, uh, him coming to form and looking interested is only going to have a positive effect on Ali to try and do the same thing. So may, maybe yeah. that's been a turning point as well. Uh, Morva's played quite well the last two games. Who, I mean, Morva is the one that if Ali comes in, it would probably be for him. So maybe him yeah. him performing well has, has had an effect as well. Um yeah, I, I, it's a nice problem for Mourinho to have, really, I think. I mean, Kane and Son go through their Bowman periods, but they're, they're Kane and Son world-class, so the, the, the Bowman periods aren't going to last long. And Son on one at the moment a little bit, but he's still assisting goals. So, again, still contributing. Bale, we know his qualities. Lost a little bit of pace, but still... I mean, that last goal against Burnley made it look so easy, but it, it wasn't easy at all. Uh, and then Mora playing well and getting on the, in and on the goal act as well. It's a good problem for Marie and Ali as well. Good problem for him to have coming, there. Lacelso coming back as well from injury. Yeah, um, I, I would say he's quite down the pecking order now, just because of how people are performing. And, and I, I wouldn't say it's too long until Lacelso gets another injury. He seems to be quite injury prone. Hopefully that's wrong. But yeah, but what I would say on that is I, I agree with you. He is down the pecking order for how. Um, people are playing but don't forget we've got so many games coming up um, yeah, oh yeah, we've yeah. got we've got Fulham Thursday we've got Crystal Palace Sunday. on Sunday and then we've got um, Europa on Thursday and then Sunday again so they're coming thick and fast hmm. um, so we're going to need you know a full squad um, ready um, so let's also definitely going to get minutes coming up um, because we're going to need every player um, and, and yes hope that they're all coming into form at the right time because this is the business end of the season and this is where you need players coming into form. Um, so maybe, just maybe, that little patch that we went through, fingers crossed, that was just a blip and we are back to some kind of, of form now. Um, let's not, you know, I don't want to get too carried away mm. um, because, you know, I, I will just say that it was Wolfsburger and Burnley. Um, Burnley have been playing a bit better recently um, but, you know, let's not get carried away with it because things can quickly turn. Um, so I don't want, you know, I, I'm very positive and I think we should celebrate good performances and good and, and a good team performance and we'll come on to the defence. Yeah. Everyone, you know, can, can hold their head high. Um, we've got to be happy with that. You know, there was people moaning still. I'm not going to moan at that. I thought it was no. an excellent all-round team performance. I just hope it continues. And I think it will. And, and, and I'm being positive. I think that it will. I, 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 I was probably more negative than anyone else um, the other week saying that perhaps he's lost the players and everything else. But, I, you know, I hold my hands up. It looks as if they are on board of him. And as I've always said, I don't want Mourinho to be unsuccessful at Tottenham. I want him to be our greatest ever manager because it means I'm seeing my club win trophies. Um, I've got nothing against him, but we were playing shit football and it wasn't working and it was disappointing. Uh, but as I say, yes, hope it was just a blip, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you're right. We've obviously had two good 4-0 wins, but against Wolfsberger, who, let's be honest, aren't top of the European pecking order, and Burnley, who, for whatever reason, with injuries or whatever, early goal didn't really turn up. But you can't look at those and after things that we've seen and, and then still have a moan because they're, they're two 4-0 wins, two clean sheets. I mean, 
we're, we're only talking now about the defence in a positive light about these two games. And Sanchez has, has had a lot of criticism, rightly so. But I thought he was superb. Some of the blocks he was doing, you know, and, and I, I don't know if that's because Toby's playing and he's a bit more confidence there, calmness that, oh, if I'm in the wrong position, Toby will tell me. Uh, but yeah, I didn't put a foot wrong. Um, and Aurier, I think the greatest compliment I can give him in a defensive point is I didn't even notice he was playing. Uh, he didn't get forward as much, but I think it's possibly a different change in tactics a little bit. The, the, you know, keep yourself solid at the back, those front four will do the damage. Yeah, I mean, I've been, you know, Sanchez has been critical, hasn't it, really, yeah. the last few weeks, so get him out, had enough of him. Uh, but as you say, credit where it's due. Um, he, he had a great game, he played really well, and as you say, I think having Toby alongside him gives him that extra bit of confidence. Uh, I think I've read somewhere that I think we've had eight clean sheets this season and seven of them out of Errol was playing. Yeah, I, I, I don't uh, think that's a coincidence, is it? it is, exactly. This is, you know, and, you know, <laughs> we've been saying that all bloody season that he's our best defender and he should be playing. Um, and, you know, as you say, it's no coincidence he plays and we managed to keep another clean sheet. Yeah. Um he gives you. He gives the whole the whole back line. And, and to be honest with you, we're lucky that we've got Reggie on back now, mm. and we, we, we need to look at that. Really, you know that, that that bad patch that we were on. We didn't have our best left back. Mm. I think he was. He was a, he was a big miss. Yeah, and, and we didn't have our best right back as well. And for some reason, he wasn't playing our best defender. So yeah. you know, it's. Um, it's no wonder we didn't look solid defensively. Um, I, I still have my concerns about the defence, but we could, look, every team, bar Man City in a minute, are making stupid errors and making mistakes. Um, there isn't a team out there that isn't doing it. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, as, as frustrating as it was, and I still think we should have won some of that. What was good to see the other day, I was just saying to you off air, was that, after going one and a half after a minute 30 seconds we didn't sit back we yeah. didn't do that stupid thing of rely on our defence sit back for 90 minutes every one of us knowing what's going to happen waiting for that sucker punch to come bang it happens and we're all fucking fuming what we did was we continued to attack and that's all we want we can understand we say it so many times Chris don't we we yeah. can understand it if we're playing Man City uh, Liverpool Man United even Arsenal Chelsea yeah if we go one up against them, okay, you have to try and keep it a bit tight. But if we're playing against your Burnley, your Crystal Palace, your Fulham, we'd rather see our team who we've got... Look, let's be honest about it. We've got better players than them. We've got more talented players. Let's go and attack them. Let's go and play football. Because, you know, we'd rather see our team come up a bit short in them games, but having, we're having a go. Not sitting and back and worrying about what they're going to do. Yeah. I I think even against better teams, if the game's there for the taking, take the game, which I've got, was it 67 seconds Bale's goal? So it's quite obviously there for the taking. And then basically, I think more of us scored after about half an hour games. Well, game's over after Kane scored, but certainly half an hour game over. And then Bale's second goal just put any doubts to bed. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see that back four, what it's like against Fulham. Because for me... I'd, I'd want it to be the same. 
just to get some kind of communication there, some familiarity there. I think the chopping and changing doesn't help. But then, like I've said, I do feel sorry for Jose a bit that they're all making mistakes. People, people say, oh, it's because he's changing and everything. But when it was Toby and Dyer for about six games in a row, they were making mistakes as well. So All I would say is <clears throat> um, I can't see Alderweireld playing three games in a, in a week no. because he played on Thursday didn't he and he plays mm. at the weekend um, I, I, I agree with you if he can do that I would I would personally play him I would I would personally if we can play that whole team that we started with yeah. um, on, against Fulham and then I would rest some of them against Palace on Sunday when we're at home because I, I, I for me I really want to win the Europa League mm. um, and the game on Thursday um, is where I would save our best team, to be honest with you. Well, the uh, U- Europa League, apart from the League Cup, is the priority this season now, isn't it? I think so, yeah. yeah. Although it, we're not, you know... In I, Mourinho's I mind, obviously. But. Yeah, and, and you've said on here that you think there's still a chance of top four, and mm. I said there's no chance. Really, you know, we do, we do still have a shot if we can start playing like that mm. and get them front flip. We can beat anyone. Yeah. I'm sorry. If we can get that front um, three, or you know, four, three or four, playing to their to their potential, we can beat anyone because we yeah. can score goals from any any one of them players. So you know, we yeah. can go toe to toe with anyone in that respect. Yeah. It's just defensively, but we can score as many as, as any other team. Yeah, I think them front three, we'll get onto them later because that's obviously the big story. But one thing I wanted to mention against Burnley in particular, like Undombele is just such a graceful... Like, I mean, it was just effortless him going past people. It was just... I mean, it's reminded me so much of Dembele and his pomp. Yeah, I know. And it's yeah, just, absolutely. I mean, he... he you can argue that Burnley weren't at the races and, and didn't turn up, and, and but you're still going to go like the close control and everything. It was, it was. I mean, he could be like the best midfielder in the world in in a few years. Mm, he's got that's what I said, but you know, weeks ago, he's got everything, isn't he? To, yeah, to and, do that. And now that he's playing, oh, he didn't against Burnley, but now he's playing ninety minutes fairly regularly, so he's not limited to a, just an hour and then coming off. I, th- I think that the coming off coming off on uh, against Burnley was obviously games done resting for Fulham. Um, along with Bale, he got he got sixty five minutes, I think. But yeah, I, I, just Undombele every time he got the ball, it was just uh, it was just unbelievable to see. It's just, I mean, the the talent he's got there is just unbelievable. I can't think of anyone else in the league. That can do what he does. I mean, you talk about De Bruyne is probably a better midfielder because of what De Bruyne does. But in terms of turning away from three people, De Bruyne can't do that. I, I, I can't think of many any players in the maybe Pogba on his day, but but yeah, I, I just thought Ndombele was unbelievable. I don't disagree. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone a bit under the radar, isn't it? With yeah. the performances of. Um... Of Bow and Sanchez and everything else, but I, I agree. I thought he was excellent man, yeah. on Sunday. The way that he sort of he does that faint and just takes up two players with just not even touching the ball, just by a little dummy, yeah. and he just swivels. 
He does it all the time, but they just he, he, he just bamboozles uh, players around him, doesn't he? He can yeah. just get out of any tight spot just by a drop of a shoulder. Um, he's, he's, he's a fantastic player. I mean, Dembele was one of my all-time yeah. favourites, to be honest with you. I, I absolutely love Dembele. Um, he was so good for us. Um, and then Dembele, just, he, he potentially has even more. Yeah. Um, he, for me, I still prefer Dembele because mm. he would consistently... The things for Dembele for me is he needs to put in them kind of performances consistently now. Yeah. Um, that's my only criticism of him at the minute. I just want to see him doing that in every game like Dembele used to do. He, Dembele was doing that week in, week out. Yeah. He would have the occasional bad game, don't get me wrong, who doesn't? But he, you know, he would always show up, Dembele. And he, and, and Dembele can do that. And I just want to see him doing that now. Because, yeah. you know, as I said, he's got everything to be... By far, for me, is there's anything that he can't do yeah. as a midfielder. Um, so we just need to see it. He just needs to put it all together, and you know he won't be playing for us for much longer because he can be at Barcelona, a Real Madrid. I'm sorry to say, you know, if they can, if he does it consistently, he can go anywhere and do anything. To be honest with you, yeah. Like, it's nice to see Hoiberg. We gave Hoiberg some criticism after the Everton game and the the City game, so. He had a fair, I mean, like you said earlier, you can't criticise anyone. Uh, but it's nice to see Hoiberg, he had a fairly solid game as well. Um. Okay, we'll take a little break there. Uh, when we come back, more about the games. Lovis' clean sheet. Uh, Bale, obviously, we have to talk about him. He was the headline maker. Uh, and his link up with the other front too. Who are they again? Um, more when we come back. And we're back. Let's come to the main man now. We wait long enough. Wait twenty minutes. Is this Bale back to Bale, being Bale, or is it still? Has he still got more? Hey, easy shit, mate. I don't know. He's, he's, he's rubbish. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I, well, there's the first thing I thought. He's back. He is back. He's back. But uh, I think. I am going to get carried away with Bell because <laughs> it, it, some of the stuff that he was some of the stuff that he was yeah. doing. Thirty-eight points, um, captain in my fantasy football, best captain I've had this year <laughs> so far, and he's got another game coming. Yeah, well, that done bit. I had Kane, so you know he done all right. Um, when he, when he, I can't remember who it was, but you know when he knocked it round, one of their players had ran onto it. Oh, yeah, he's still got the pace, hasn't he? He still got it. He was he was shattered. But that, <laughs> that was a massive. That was, that was a, just a big breakaway, but it just proved that he'd still got that. And that was it from our own half. He went round and then he bombed on and he got right into the yeah. box. For, for, for me, it wasn't... So, to me, sorry, sorry. No, 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 carry on. No, 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 just for me, I just thought he still got that and he still got that confidence. And that's what we're seeing now is he's, he's getting his confidence back. Yeah. Um, that's exactly what I was going to say. So <laughs> should I just let you but, continue? Yeah. But that's all right. But... For me, I mean, I was just thinking about it, and I just think I've never seen a player when he was in his pomp at Tottenham. He was like a machine. Hmm. He, I've never seen a player that I would describe as a machine, but he was. He he literally is a bloody machine, and it's like he's been sat in a garage for a year, and he's a classic car that we've just had to wait 
Uh, we've now finely tuned him, and now we're just going to see that that high performance car start working again. Um, yeah. And I think if we can keep that car in tip top condition, and, and maybe use him in when we really need to take him for a spin on a Sunday, um, we're going to get the best out of him. Yeah. Um, so I'm very, I'm really excited, and and, and again. <laughs> This is bloody football, isn't it? We were sat here a few weeks ago saying, you know, I'm sorry, but he hasn't he mm. hasn't put it in. He doesn't seem like he wants to really be a professional footballer yeah. anymore. Well, the change um, and the, the rapidness of the change has been unbelievable. Been was, it was two weeks yeah. ago that we were pretty much saying he's done, he doesn't care. And then he's had a second half against West Ham, played well in his 20-minute cameo against Wolfsburger, and then man of the match in this one it's just unbelievable I, I don't know what's happened but I'm not complaining no and if he can just carry that on which I you know I don't see any reason why he can't hmm. because in them two games um, he's been our best player yeah. um, there's no reason uh, this is the thing he's only 31 like, he's younger than hmm. a um, there's no reason why he can't um, he's only four he years older than Kane this is what I mean, exactly. So there's no reason why we can't see him to a very good level. And we're not expecting them sort of lung-busting runs um, that he did against Inter Milan because, you know, that's not his game anymore. But he can mould himself into something different, which he has done. Um, yeah. You know, he set up the goal for Kane. You know, I, I, I'm really excited. I'm really yeah. excited by it because I know what well, we all do. We know how good he can be. Yeah. Uh, for me, he was you know when he was at Tottenham when he left to go to Madrid, he was the third best player in the world mm. behind yeah, yeah, Messi yeah. and Ronaldo. He was. I mean, there's no. I, I, that's not a biased view. He mm. was. That's why he went for a world record fee because he was the next. You know, he was the next biggest star. Yeah. Um, and look what he did in Madrid. He was. Their fans are pricks. Uh, <laughs> not respect. You know, anyone, any other fans in the world would he'd be absolutely idolised. Mm. Um, so, you know, if the excitement that we had when he rejoined is because of these kind of things that he can do. And as I said before, if we can now get him doing it at the business end of the season, who gives a shit what came before that? Because mm-hmm. he he has got the ability to, to make us win things. So, you yeah. know, very, very excited. Yeah. I mean, there are a few things for me. I'll go on a little bit of a monologue here. But uh, yeah. when we got him on this loan, there was talk that we could get him for another season and then few weeks ago it was like no chance where it's now if we yeah. if we keep getting this bail has to i mean i read today that we could get him permanently but i mean that that's going to cause issues because real madrid aren't there to pay half his wages but anyway point being that if, if, if he keeps playing like that and shows that hunger definitely having for another season you said it there confidence i think that that run that he did where he knocked it past someone he wasn't doing that two three weeks ago it, it, it was the easy ball, just pass it backwards, pass it sideways, the confidence is back. Uh, that second goal, I, I mentioned it before, there's there's no way three weeks ago in that position it would have just, you know, control bang off the post. It would have, I mean, he had one shot in the first half after his goal where he skied it, where he should have done better. But you can forgive that. But three weeks ago, that would have been his only shot. And then the, the way he took that second goal, I mean, you could see him screaming for it as well and busting the gut to get up to Kane, like you mentioned, after he, he went past the guy. And, you know, and, and Kane's goal, I mean, 
I've been saying on previous podcasts, four four two flat back four podcast, that our playmaker is now also our striker. If Bale can keep doing that, then it, it takes a load off Kane. I also thought as well that Mora and Kane were, were alternating who drops and Bale as well. I thought they were all alternating, which obviously I thought after Southampton United, we, we became a little bit easier to play against in a sense because people knew Kane was going to drop back so defences can sort that out. If you've got four people alternating, I mean, very difficult. And yeah, I, I think the way he seems to be linking up with Sun as well, I mean, because yeah, Sun... It adds that, another dimension, yeah, doesn't it, Chris? Because yeah, that first goal, he, Sun, Sun didn't just put it in there. He saw Bale's movement and run. And mm. he put it into the area that it looked like that uh, Bale was going to run into. So that, that wasn't fluke. That was, I wouldn't say understanding, but it, it's, look up, oh, he's running there. He's going to carry on running. I'll put it in there. And then, yeah, and the weight of pass for him for the, the second goal... Lovely, and then I think Bale set up Sun's header against Wolfsburger, didn't he? So I, I think yeah. they've already got a kind of understanding. Kane's too good a player not to have an understanding of someone of that level. So I think, as well now, I mentioned earlier Kane and Sun sometimes go off the boil in terms of scoring goals, but then you've got Bale scoring goals. It, 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 it's like the Firmino Salah Mane. It doesn't matter who scores, just share it around, at least someone's scoring. And it, it makes it, I mean, this is what we were praying for, wasn't it, when he joined? Oh, Son and Kane are on absolute fire. Imagine when Bale gets in on it. it it's taken a little while. And uh, like you say, don't get too carried away. It's only a couple of games, but it, it's looking good at the moment. And the hunger is there. That, the hunger and the confidence is there, which wasn't there a month ago. End of monologue. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you're right. I, I don't know what it, it what it is that's um, that flicked that switch on him, yeah. uh, but something something has. It could have been the criticism that he's been he's been getting a bit of stick in the media. Yeah. Uh, recently, and maybe he's listened to that and thought, actually, I'm going to show you bastards like what what I'm about, why I'm so successful, and whatever it is, I don't care. Yeah. Um, he's 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 doing what we thought he was going to do. Um, so you know, long back continue yeah. because maybe it's even say, something like, like I said, he, there's the option of the second year loan deal or getting him permanently. Maybe someone said to him, "If you don't buck your ideas up, you're not playing in front of these well, adoring yeah. fans again. You do exactly. We'll we'll have you next season. Then you'll be able to get the uh, send off and the, the the love that exactly. you you came in for." For me, I wouldn't personally sign him permanently at the minute. If we mm. can continue the deal with Madrid. I would do that because I think, you know, keep him hungry. Um, we've seen it with other players in the past where you give them a contract and it doesn't necessarily... Um, I mean, this was from a paper. This was a rumour from a paper, so take it as a pinch of salt. Or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, if we can get him on loan, and again, you know, I'm not going to get carried away because... It's against Wolfsburg or Burnley. He needs to continue. Uh, only played well against West Ham. Um, we need to continually see it now. Yeah. Um, there's no point doing it for four or five games if you're on. You know, we're paying two hundred grand a week for him or whatever it is. We need to see it um, over a consistent period of time uh, because if not, we can get a younger, more hungry player. But. There's no one that I would, you know, we want to see Bale do it because 
he was here the first time. He didn't win anything. Yeah. If he can come in and win a, and a win a league cup or Europa League for us, it's going to be you know it's going to be brilliant to yeah. see because he deserves that. Um, and there's there's certain other players in, in our team that deserve it as well. So fingers crossed, really. Yeah, I, I, I think he's looking like he's enjoying his football again. Which I mean. Players who enjoy their football are obviously going to try harder and play better. And I mean, he's shown he's still got the talent, and you, you can see the camaraderie between them all. They, they all he, he's all laughy and jokey, which he has been since he came here back here again. To be fair to him, but I think it's just a completely different change, and, and we've got the bail that we all hoped yeah. that we have poten- potentially, potentially. But like, like you say, he has to keep doing it now. It's probably taken him a while. I, I know he's um, a British boy and, and he's, he's spent most of his life in England, really, because you know he lived in Southampton, he's lived in yeah. London, but then he's moved to Spain. It's probably taken a while to readjust back to living here, and obviously he's come here and we're in the middle of a bloody yeah. pandemic that none of us is difficult for all of us. Yeah. Um, so some of the stuff that he came back here for. Um, he's not been able to do, you know. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's no golf for him. Um, yeah. it's, it's a difficult time for everyone. So, yeah. you know, it, as, as a British British guy, it's probably a bit easier for him because he hasn't had to settle. Uh, it's not necessarily a new country in that respect. Um, and he'll have family and friends and all that around him. But, it, you know, we, we sometimes I think we forget the, the human side of things mm. and, and we don't know what's going on in, in someone else's life. And, um, you know, that to his kids, you know, um, would have been used to being living in Spain. So that might be a difficult period of, of readjustment and everything else. And we don't know the homeschooling. You know, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Um, so perhaps he's more settled now, and that's had an impact as well. But yeah, uh, yeah just just speculate. It could be it could be a combination of things. Whatever it is, I don't care. <laughs> it's benefiting us on the field, yeah. and it's great to see. So long may it continue. Yeah. I, I think it will continue. Just like I say, he's still in that kind of world class bracket. Where if he gets going, and now he yeah. looks confident and hungry again and enjoying his football. He's obviously playing with a bit of freedom as well. I think if, if, if those four at the top are allowed to alternate, that gives freedom there. And yeah, and then, I mean, we haven't spoken about Kane, but he obviously missed a few goals. He scored one from a deflection. But again, getting into the opportunities and, and you know, so I don't think that's anything to work. The, the only one I would have a criticism about is Mora because he need, really needs to practice his goal celebrations a bit more. I, I, I don't know what he was doing with that L when when Bale was W and A. It's just, I mean, but but then you saw that the, the laughing and joking between him and Mora. So that, that it's obviously like you know an in joke there, and and hmm. that's good to see as well. Yeah, I think what he, and usual the scapegoat Mora uh, getting loads of criticism again. Hmm. Um, for his performance because he missed that chance I mean let's ignore the fact that he actually done a really good move to put himself in that position yeah. to miss that chance let's just completely ignore mm. that well I saw that yeah. Yeah. yeah he had four chances only scored one so did Kane like, his yeah, one at the end as well where he fell over I, I, I'll, I'll take that one we're 4-0 up I think if it's nil-nil he would have scored that yeah. I think he's just yeah, think taking so. his eye off the ball but yeah I, I think to have a go at Moore there in a 4-0 win he scored a goal played well I, I think that's a bit silly but yeah 
course it is. Yeah. You know, Have a go at his goal celebration. Do you know what? It pisses me off, to be honest. I mean, that guy has given me... And I know it's nothing to do with what he does now and everything else, but have some kind of respect. He's given, you know, one of the greatest moments in our history. Hmm. And the amount of abuse... You know, if he's played shit, then, yeah, that's fine. Say he's played shit. But some of the some of the bloody abuse that that guy gets, it's just... It's unwarranted, really. Um, he scored two goals in fucking two games. Um... Premier League games, hmm. you know, give the guy a fucking break. Like, fuck off. Yeah. He, he's not that bloody bad. He literally got himself into that position by knocking the ball around. It was a really yeah. It was nice a nice little touch, wasn't it? Yeah, it just gets completely ignored. Like, yes, he should have probably placed hmm. it, um, but you know. Whatever. But that that, that shot will be that shot will be a bit of a lack of confidence because he hasn't. He's been getting criticism like. Kane and Son could have a stinker. You know they're playing the next game. And if Bale carries on the way he is, he, he'll be the same if he just has a one-game blip. Wes Mora is the one most likely to be dropped. So I, I think it's just lack of confidence. But that goal that he scored, very nice touch and, and instant shot, that'll give him the world of confidence. So even more so if he, if he does start against Fulham. I mean, I'd definitely start against Fulham because, as you say, he—I think he's been doing all right. Yeah. He scored two goals in two Premier, game, Premier League games, as I said. Um, and he, I do find with him, he once he gets on a bit of a run, um, he will—you know—he will—he he will get you a few goals. Um, so I'd definitely be starting him. Yeah. What I like about him is he's always trying to be positive. Yeah, it might always come off, but he's always looking to go forward, always looking to try and take people on. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I'm, at times he's one of the only ones that actually does go forward. He yeah. always, all right, people say he runs with his head down, he's a headless chicken, da da da. And I but think he, yeah. he's, he always tries to be positive. Yeah, and I, I um, think with Kane, Sun, Bale all, all alternating and stuff, it's just going to leave more space. So maybe that is, is, is a tactic from Jose as well. Leave more space there, it leaves more of a bit more space to go running and commit people. And then the others will join up, and then it gives him someone in the box to try and pick someone out. But yeah, I, I think going forward, we look really good at the moment. And it's up to Ali. Also, it's up to Ali to force his way in. Yeah, he's also someone that can. I, you know, I think if he plays consistently, he'll probably get you between eight to ten goals a season. I think. Mm. Um, he's you know he's good in the air. Um, <laughs> He can score all kinds of goals as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't mind. I, 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 I think he's a useful player to have around, personally. Yeah. Um, but you can, can you improve on him? Yeah. Can we afford to? Probably not really. You know, again, he's another one where you'd like to improve on him. Um, but is he is he necessarily uh, someone that we need to upgrade straight away? No, yeah. not for me. Um, so you know, yeah. yeah, as you say, let him and the Ali fight it out, and the Celso coming back for that. Yeah, and the Mela as well, Kane, I think. And the Mela, yeah, yeah. the Mela's been doing and all right as well. Bird Vine so. as well, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the other thing from the game which I found quite interesting and funny was uh, the argument between Keane and Redknapp before the game. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, Keane saying that we're an average squad and blah blah blah, which he's got a point there in certain aspects. Kane and Son being the only ones who any top team would touch. Redknapp then defended us, <laughs> got into a right old argument. Have a look on YouTube. But uh, what amused me is that uh, is that 
they were obviously at Stamford Bridge. Redknapp is at Tottenham. There's no way if they're in the studio he's talking to Keane like that because they'd come back from break and he'd have his arm in a sling. So it, 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 it was very funny. But I, I didn't see the beginning of it because um, it seemed that he was saying to um, he was saying to Keane, "You're getting your Man United team right that, now." I don't know who he was, that that was Toby. Was that was Toby, and then Keane missed out on Reggion as well. He, he Keane then uh, uh, rescinded and said, "No, he's a good player." But yeah, but yeah, I, it was just really you funny. Can tell, um, Keane had a smile on the Keane had a smile on his face. So he was trying. I think he was trying to wind up uh, that as well. Oh, was he? Yeah, but it, he had a he had a slight grin on his face oh. when he was doing it. it his I voice did get very high pitched, which yeah was quite funny. But there's there's no doubt in my mind if they were in the studio, Redknapp would have agreed with him wholeheartedly. <laughs> but yeah, but people get wound up about it. But you know, every single team, including Man United, Keane slags off. Hmm. Um, so I wouldn't get too, you know. It's Sky. They say controversial things. Yeah. You know, it was funny. They do it for bloody view. Yeah, I didn't. I don't care what Keane you know, hmm. has to say. He, you know, he, he was a great player, but he's not exactly been a great manager or a coach. Hmm. And he's had arguments everywhere he's bloody been. Um, so. You know, Goalkeeper then, was he? Yeah, he was there with Ferdinand Vizic. He's been there since 2011. What I would say to that is that uh, uh, Loris did have the best defence in the league for about three seasons as well. So obviously that's a big reason why he kept those clean sheets as well. Yeah, he was a major part of the Mm. reason why we kept so many um, clean sheets, um, which is why since I've supported Tottenham, he's the best keeper that I've seen by Mm. By a long, long way. Um, so you know, I just wanted to mention that. that I think, yeah. Um, yeah, congratulations to him. 
He did look a lot more comfortable, I do have to say, and whether that's because the defence uh, was so more solid or the first goal calmed everybody down and then the second goal really calmed everyone down or Burnley didn't turn up, but I can't really remember him making a save. But, he didn't um, have to do much. No, he didn't have to do yeah. much. And it's one it, of them, it's, it's one nice of them for him, things. though. Yeah, it's one of them things for me that if we could upgrade on him, obviously I would like to do that. But I just think the amount of money that yeah. he would come, I know you mentioned this on the on the, the podcast that you were on uh, at the weekend. Um, I agree with you. We've said it before that yeah, okay, we would like to get an upgrade. But the money that it would have to cost, yeah, you know, yeah. we'd have to spend 80, 80 odd million to, to upgrade on him for me. Um, we're not going to do that. So I, although I, there's a lot of rumours that he is going to leave in the summer, mm. and if he does, I, I you know him as much as anyone else. I want to send him on his way with a trophy. To be honest yeah, with you, yeah. I think I think he really, really deserves that. Um, I'm sure there's been opportunities for him to, to leave, um, and he's stuck around. And you know, he's been a great, mm. great um, player for the club. So yeah. you know, well done, really. That's all I want to say. On yeah, it. maybe he re- he knew that that hundred was coming close. That's why he's been a bit off recently because it was getting close, but. I'm not sure, but no, I think it's. I think the dropping and changing doesn't Dyer, help. So, Diamond Sanchez, yeah, in front of him. But yeah, I, 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 I just, yeah, I, I just hope Mourinho sticks with some defence now, like you say, and just get some kind of communication there and consistency there. And it's going to be difficult, isn't it? Because yeah, I mean, our, best, our best defender is Toby, and I don't know whether he can play every mm. game. Unfortunately, um, if he could, we'd all want to see him in every week. Mm. I, I mean, just don't yeah. think that he can. I mean, these defenders, Dyer and, and Sanchez especially, aren't the best defenders in the world. I think with Mourinho there, like if you make a mistake, you're out. Zero tolerance. It's not helping, is it? I think it, it, players can sometimes run scared, terrified of making a mistake, and they don't do the simple things because they're they're terrified of messing those up, so they end up don't do mm. not doing anything. Um, yeah. Whereas Pochettino, I think, is completely the opposite. Oh, you made a mistake, you're still my guy. Mm. Don't worry about it. In a similar way like Southgate with England. England are generally a young team. But, yeah, I just hope he sticks with it now. And, and you know, sticks with that settled back for As far as injuries and suspensions and fitness allow. Mm. And, yeah, doesn't chop yeah, and change too much. Yeah, there's no reason why an Aurea, a regular, can't play every week. Yeah. Um, and if he wants, if his Sanchez is his other defender, if he is his number two defender, put Sanchez in every week and yeah. put Alderweireld in for all the big games. Um, and any game that he can play, put him in. Yeah, well, as many um, games as possible, really, just to get. Absolutely. I, I've said if it before. He can't play every week. Put him in every yeah. week. I've said it. Game. I've said it before. I think Dyer and Sanchez are very similar in the sense. That they remind me of Michael Dawson when he first turned up. Good defender, but he needed someone like a Ledley King or a Woodgate to kind of show him the ropes a little bit to get his confidence mm. up. And then when they had he to retire, yeah, yeah. And then when he had to retire, he was then well equipped to be the man in defence. Whereas I think mm. Sanchez and Dyer, and people say they're they're old enough now. Well, that's fine, but I'm talking about experience here. Because I, I, I mean, Dyer spent. How many seasons was he Pochettino's defensive midfielder? It must have been about yeah, three. Yeah. And then before that, he was his right back. 
So really, in terms of central defence, he's probably only been doing that two years, two seasons. That's nowhere near enough experience to know that role. Sanchez is still young. He's been in and out of the team. So I, I, I think Toby's massively important, not just for the qualities that he brings, but the experience that he brings and can pass on to the younger players there, whoever they may be. And then obviously Rodon is young as well. He's not going to have that experience. Well, I did see. I did see today. There's not going to be massive transfers because of the COVID situation. Which, whether that's true or not, I'm not sure. With Tottenham, or, with Tottenham, or yeah, yeah, Tottenham. But whether that's true or not, I mean, that's an easy uh, um, headline to write, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It remains to be seen, but I think. I mean, we were blessed where we had Vertonghen and Alderweireld in their pomp, both experienced, so none of them needed the other one to tell them where to be. It was just which one of you, which one of you is is the one who leads the line and decides the line. I think that was Toby, and then uh, Vertonghen just follows it. But I mean, they're good friends. Yeah, they're good friends, so they'll know each other's nuances and. I mean, it almost be you talk about Kane and Son almost telepathic. I think it would be similar, like with the Tongan and Alderweireld, like he step he step back there without even looking, because that's what I do. Yeah. But I think Sanchez and I need. I, I'm not sure you can play both of them because I don't think any of them is that commanding and got the experience. So I think you need the other one. And people will say, like I say, well, they're experienced enough. Not a central defenders in the Premier League. I don't think not yet. I don't think so. I don't think they're ever going to be good enough. No, no, I'm not. Sanchez had a good game the other day. Long may it continue. Um, Long may he prove me wrong. Uh, I don't want to be proven right on anything that I say that is negative. So, I'm quite happy to hold my hands up and say I got it wrong. And and things things go in a positive way. You know, that's what we all want. No one wants to be negative. Just on the defenders as well, you may be right about they're not good enough, which remains to be seen. But at this moment in time, you've got uh, Alderweireld, who's our best, Dyer, Sanchez and Rodon to be partnered with him. That's what you've got, so pick one, stick with it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Injuries, suspensions aside. But, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, like you say, if we beat, we beat Burnley, if we beat Fulham and we beat Palace, obviously other results dependent, but, I mean, it could completely transform the complexion of how we are in the league. We could be coming on here next Tuesday going top four races back on. If we um, beat Fulham and Palace, we go above West Ham. Yeah, I mean, it could be completely different, especially if we get good wins there. I mean, Fulham is going to be really difficult. Fulham is going to be really difficult because they're not conceding many goals at all. And they're creating a lot of chances. Let's be honest. We should be beating Fulham. Oh, we should we be. We should be beating Crystal Palace. It's as simple as that. It will be difficult, but yes, yeah, they're in the bottom three. I yeah. know they've been playing better, yeah. 
But on paper, there's no reason we shouldn't go there and, and turn them over two or three nil. For yeah. me, I yeah. think we're good enough to do that. So yeah. it's me just not know, wanting to be carried away because it, it was only no, about a month ago no, I was no, saying no. we're winning the league here. <laughs> 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 I told you, and I told you not to get carried away then. But yeah, I couldn't help. I couldn't help it. <laughs> no, I've only ever seen us top of the league in football manager, not in real life. Yeah, <laughs> so right. But you know, we, we should be. We, we should be good enough to go there and beat Fulham, and we should be good enough to go and beat Palace at home. Yeah. Uh, whether we win or not is a different story. But there's no reason that we shouldn't go in there. And that's not arrogance. That's just you know anyone anyone. If you look at them teams on paper, an honest Fulham fan would say, well, actually, yeah. you know, if you look at that on paper, they should be beating us. That's not to say we will, but we should be. We should be going there and we should be winning. So yeah. I, I think we will. Uh, I'm not guaranteeing it, but I think that we will. And I think that we'll beat Palace. But, you know, it wouldn't be a shock if we didn't, as I always say, because this is what we do. Yeah. But yes, yes, be positive. I think we, we must be full of confidence now, certainly those front four. I've got a friend who's a Fulham fan. He texts me after the second goal of his, Bales. And went, Could you tell him to stop now, please? Yeah. <laughs> well, he but, will be putting the fear of God into the opposition players. Yeah. When you've got a player who, I'm sorry, is world-class, hmm. he yeah. can be. Along he's with two other world-class world. players. Exactly. As if that's not going to put the fear of God into you if you're playing against it. Yeah. You don't know what to do. Who, who, do, we, who do we pick up here? Hmm. Because all three of them can do it. And then you chuck in a, a, maybe a Deli Ali or a, a Lucas Mora or you know, someone else. Yeah. You know, it's frightening. And then you've got Endon Bele, um, who can who, who's hmm. run you ragged as well. Uh, you've got Hoiberg, who's going to pick up the pieces. There's a, there's a, there is, and this is why I was saying the other week, that this team is good enough for top four. This yeah. squad, and we said it all, at the, everyone said it, we have had a good transfer. It doesn't, it's not all negative. That's why it's frustrating, because, okay, we've been poor defensively, but when we've got everyone fit, that squad is good enough for top four. I'm yeah. sorry, but it yeah, is. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we can go on a run and we, we can make top four. Hmm. Whether we will is, is to be seen, but that, that that squad is good enough to do it. There's no, yeah. there's no question for me about that. So we'll see. Okay, that's about it there. Short one, obviously not as much to moan about, so it's a bit shorter than our normal moaning and pissing and moaning and anger at, at things. Cheers again, Mark. Good to talk to you as always. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me on again, mate. Cool. Uh, we'll be back maybe with Matt this, uh, next time as well, hopefully. Uh, probably next week after the two games against Fulham and Palace. Hopefully we can get some good wins there and uh, pair ourselves up the league and back into this top four conversation. Uh, we mentioned earlier that the Flatback 4 podcast that me and Matt did uh, for anyone who wants to give them a follow if you don't already at Flatback4pod on Twitter uh, you can find the video and uh, uh, the link to the video and the podcast there and all of their other episodes they had Ian Dowie on not that long ago um, many Palace fans out there um, but as I say we'll be back uh, next week hopefully another positive one uh, with a couple more wins come on you Spurs <laughs>